Today is the 20th of February 2023. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say a big thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to share an irregular rhythm of worship and devotion together. If you are joining us for the very first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Don't forget, there is the Walking the Way prayer book and today's script, which you can download. And if you'd like support Walking the Way or you'd like more information about the podcast, head to rayborrow.co.uk. Again, links are all in the episode notes. This year, we started the Bible at the very beginning. We started the book of Genesis. Uh, we're at chapter 30 today. So, a bit of a way to go, folks, as we go from one end of the Bible to the other. So let's put on our walking shoes as we start our next leg of walking the way. Let's still our hearts. Let's come before God. Let's pray. Lord, we come to you as heavenly burdened people who often don't know where to turn. But we trust in you because you are love. And your love penetrates deep into our lives, writing what is wrong and making amends for all our mistakes. And so we have joy. And we wait for your grace and your help in all our ways. Bless us, Lord. Help us find what is right in every situation so that you may be praised and your name be honored. Amen. Genesis 31 verse 2 And Jacob noticed that Laban's attitude towards him was not what it had been. Have you ever found yourself in a, a situation where the people you thought were on your side suddenly aren't and that they're behaving very differently, their attitudes have changed? It's something I'm dealing with at the moment and it's hard and it's uncomfortable. And I'm not sure what happened, if I'm honest. I mean, I think I know, but I can't be sure until I've had a conversation with the people involved. And in our reading today, Jacob is in the same place. His father-in-law Laban's attitude has changed as Jacob has got richer and more successful. On top of that, Jacob is telling his wives and children that God has called him to return to Canaan. And so he ups and leaves. And in some respects, he takes the easy option, which is not something all of us have. So the question that comes to me is, how do we deal with the change in attitude? And I think it starts by recognizing that things have changed. It's easy to convince ourselves that it's only our imagination. But actually, that never helped anyone. And the second thing, I think, is, unlike Jacob, we mustn't run away. Even if running away means ignoring it, because it will eat you up. Thirdly, bring it to God. Jacob moves on God's word. And so we should let God guide us as to what to do, what to do next, who to speak to. And finally, be brave. Stand up for yourself. You are a child of the king after all. Changes in attitude happen all the time, often as a result of something perceived and a reality. And so often the issue is best dealt face-to-face -face with someone because ultimately, for our own sake and our own health, that's the only way that it's going to be resolved. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center ourselves in God 
And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today, we read Genesis chapter 31. Heavenly Father, as we approach your word this morning, help us to hear it with wisdom and respond to it with your grace. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the New International Version, and today I'm reading Genesis chapter 31. Jacob heard that Laban's sons were saying, Jacob has taken everything our father owned and has gained all this wealth from what belonged to our father. And Jacob noticed that Laban's attitude towards him was not what it had been. Then the Lord said to Jacob, Go back to the land of your fathers and to your relatives, and I will be with you. So Jacob sent word to Rachel and Leah to come out to the fields where his flocks were. He said to them, I see that your father's attitude towards me is not what it was before, but the God of my father has been with me. You know that I've worked for your father with all my strength. Yet your father has cheated me by changing my wages ten times. However, God has not allowed him to harm me. If he said that the speckled ones will be your wages, then all the flocks gave birth to speckled young. And if he said the streaked ones will be your wages, then all the flocks gave birth to streaked young. 
So God has taken away your father's livestock and has given them to me. In breeding season, I once had a dream in which I looked up and saw that the male goats mating with the flocks were streaked, speckled or spotted. The angel of God said to me in the dream, Jacob? I answered, Here I am. And he said, Look up and see that all the male goats mating with the flock are streaked, speckled or spotted. For I have seen all that Laban has been doing to you. I am the God of Bethel, where you anointed a pillar, and where you made a vow to me. Now leave this land at once and go back to your native land. Then Rachel and Leah replied, Do we still have any share in the inheritance of our father's estate? Does he not regard us as foreigners? Not only has he sold us, but he's used up what he's paid for us. Surely all the wealth that God took away from our father belongs to us and our children. So do whatever God has told you. Then Jacob put his children and his wives on camels, and he drove all his livestock ahead of him, along with all the goods he'd accumulated in Padan Aram, to go to his father Isaac in the land of Canaan. When Laban had gone to shear his sheep, Rachel stole her father's household gods. Moreover, Jacob deceived Laban the Aramean by not telling him he was running away. So he fled with all he had, crossed the Euphrates River, and headed for the hill country of Gilead. On the third day, Laban was told that Jacob had fled. Taking his relatives with him, he pursued Jacob for seven days and caught up with him in the hill country of Gilead. Then God came to Laban the Aramean in a dream at night and said to him, Be careful not to say anything to Jacob, either good or bad. Jacob had pitched his tent in the hill country of Gilead when Laban overtook him, and Laban and his relatives camped there too. Then Laban said to Jacob, What have you done? You deceived me and you carried off my daughters like captives in war. Why did you run off secretly and deceive me? Why didn't you tell me so I could send you away in joy and singing to the sound of timbrels and harps? You didn't even let me kiss my grandchildren and my daughters goodbye. You have done a foolish thing. I have the power to harm you, but last night the God of your father said to me, Be careful not to say anything to Jacob, either good or bad. Now you've gone off because you've longed to return to your father's household. But why did you steal my gods? Jacob answered Laban, I was afraid because I thought you would take your daughters away from me by force. But if you find anyone who has your gods, that person shall not live. In the presence of our relatives, see for yourself whether there is anything of yours here with me, and if so, take it. Now Jacob did not know that Rachel had stolen the gods. So Laban went into Jacob's tent, and into Leah's tent, and to the tent of the two female servants, but he found nothing. After he came out of Leah's tent, he entered Rachel's tent. Now Rachel had taken the household gods, and put them inside her camel's saddle, and was sitting on them. Laban searched through everything in the tent, but found nothing. Rachel said to her father, Don't be angry, my lord, that I cannot stand up in your presence. I'm having my period. So he searched, but did not find the household goods. Jacob was angry and took Laban to task. What is my crime? he asked Laban. How have I wronged you that you hunt me down? Now that you have searched through all my goods, what have you found that belongs to your household? Put it here in front of your relatives and mine and let them judge between the two of us. I have been with you for twenty years now. Your sheep and goats have not miscarried, nor have I eaten rams from your flocks. I did not bring you animals, Torn by wild beasts, I bore the loss myself. 
and you demanded payment from me for whatever was stolen by day or night. This was my situation. The heat consumed me in the daytime and the cold at night, and sleep fled from my eyes. It was like this for the twenty years I was in your household. I worked for you for fourteen years for your two daughters, and for six years for your flocks, and you changed my wages ten times. If the God of my father, the God of Abraham, and the fear of Isaac had not been with me, you would surely have sent me away empty-handed. But God has seen my hardship and the toil of my hands, and last night he rebuked you. Laban answered Jacob, The women are my daughters, the children are my children, and the flocks are my flocks. All you see is mine. Yet what can I do today about these daughters of mine, or about the children they have born? Come now, let's make a covenant, you and I, and let it serve as a witness between us. So Jacob took a stone and set it up as a pillar. He said to his relatives, Gather some stones. They took stones and piled them in a heap, and they ate there by the heap. Laban called it Jagar Zahadutha, and Jacob called it Galid. Laban said, This heap is a witness between you and me today. This is why it's called Galid. It was also called Mizpah, because he said, May the Lord keep watch between you and me when we are away from each other. If you mistreat my daughters, or if you take any wives beside my daughters, even though no one is with us, Remember that God is a witness between you and me. Laban said also to Jacob, Here is this heap, and here is this pillar I have set between you and me. This heap is a witness, and this pillar is a witness, that I will not pass this heap to your side to harm you, and that you will not go past this heap and pillar to my side to harm me. May the God of Abraham and the God of Nahor, the God of their father, judge between us. So Jacob took an oath in the name of the Pharaoh's father Isaac. He offered a sacrifice there in the hill country and invited his relatives to a meal. After they'd eaten, they spent the night there. Early the next morning, Laban kissed his grandchildren and his daughters and blessed them. Then he left and returned home. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about some of those words, some of those pictures of the images between Laban and Jacob and some of the family dynamics there as well. And afterwards, we're going to pray.
before we pray, just a reminder that we're still continuing to pray for the situation in Turkey and in Syria, and to give thanks for the fact that actually even over two weeks after the earthquake, people are still being pulled out of the rubble alive. There's amazing stories of people still being pulled out of the rubble alive. Our prayer today from our Walking the Way prayer book is for our local doctors, our local general practitioners as they're known here in the UK, but it's the local doctors really. So let's tell our hearts. Let's pray, shall we? Heavenly Father, we pray for all doctors, nurses, and those who work in our local doctor's practice. May the receptionists be given patience. May the doctors and nurses serve their patients with grace and kindness. May they all understand that they serve you, the great physician, Lord. May they rejoice in the skills that you've given them, which enable them to bring hope, healing, and wholeness to those in their care. Lord, as they battle with bureaucracy, may simplified pathways be developed to speed up referrals and treatments. Protect them from burnout and from abuse. May they have your guidance and support in times of pain and frustration when their skills are not enough to prevent permanent injury, disability or death. Bless each one of them, Lord, that they may be a blessing to others. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episodes can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the prayers. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, and we really would appreciate it if you would, Links to our giving page and also to our subscription service is in the episode notes as well. For more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk or you can find me on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget you can also listen to us on TuneIn and Spotify. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue Walking the Way. Walking the Way.